Welcome to this episode of the Ready to Ride podcast. I am your host, Annika McGivern, equestrian mental performance coach. This episode, like all episodes of the Ready to Ride podcast, is designed to be listened to on the way to the barn or as you're preparing to ride your horse. Our goal is to get your mindset, focus, and nervous system prepared so that you are ready to ride. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Ready to Ride podcast. Today we are going to be talking about fear, which is an extremely common experience for riders and something that can become quite an obstacle to both enjoying the sport and also progressing from a performance perspective. So what's really important to remember is that fear is really natural. It is a natural response of the human nervous system, which gets activated when our brain believes that we are in danger or under threat. So this essentially means that our fear response is activated a lot, right? In a lot of different scenarios, anytime that our brain thinks, you know what, there might be some threat or some danger here. And so it makes a lot of sense that we experience fear as riders because we are dealing with a situation riding a horse that has some very real risks involved. So if you've been feeling angry or upset or frustrated with yourself because you've been been experiencing fear, either while riding or while around your horse, then you're actually just like a lot of the riders that I work with. And so the first thing we need to do with fear is let ourselves off the hook and recognize that there is nothing wrong with you if you're experiencing fear. Fear is extremely natural. Our goal is to just figure out how to get our fear into balance so that it does not overwhelm us and take over control. So here's what's important to know. Fear does not equal weakness. There is nothing wrong with you if you're afraid. And in fact, our fear can play a really important role in keeping us safe while we're riding. I mean, think about it. We don't want to be 100% calm and relaxed while we're riding that would actually put us into an unsafe situation. We need a little bit of fear or adrenaline to help us stay alert and focused and making good decisions for the safety of ourselves and the safety of our horse. What we really want is just to be in balance with our fear so that it's not running the show. So you are listening to this on the way to the barn or as you're preparing to ride in some way. And so the first thing I want you to do is just see if you can stop fighting with your fear. Accept that it's there. Maybe even say something out loud or to yourself in your head. Something like, today I'm scared. I'm scared of... And finish the sentence. Just go ahead and voice your fear. What are you scared of? Good. So the thing is that fighting with our fear gives it power. Once we can accept fear and stop seeing it as the enemy, we can actually start to bring it into better balance. So to quote uh, Dr. Jenny Susser, uh, there's a really nice way of framing this. We want to become powerful around our fear, not overcome it, but become rather powerful around it. And the secret is that we can still ride successfully and safely, even if we're a little bit scared. And believe it or not, just the right amount of fear often brings out the best in our performance. So really, it's all about finding the right balance. So 
what we're going to do is talk about uh, some tools that you can try out in your ride today that will help you to feel powerful around your fear and in doing so bring your fear back into better balance so that you can still feel in control and like you're running the show even if there is some fear there. I want to invite you to just join me in a short breath exercise. So begin to think about your breath. Where is the air traveling in your body? Is it traveling into your chest? Or is it traveling deeper into your stomach? As you begin to focus more on your breathing, I want you to now intentionally pull the breath deeper so that it fills your stomach. And you'll notice this is working if your belly button starts to expand or move outwards as you breathe in and contract backwards as you breathe out. So keep pulling that air deep into your diaphragm. Good. Now I'm going to lead you through a breath count. We're going to breathe in for a count of four, hold for a count of two, and then breathe out for a count of six. And I'm going to talk us through this three times. So please feel free to join me. Okay, ready? Inhale, two, three, four, hold, two, exhale, two, three, four, five, six. Inhale, two, three, four, hold, two, exhale, two, three, four, five, six. Inhale, two, three, four, hold, two, exhale, two, three, four, five, six. Good. So just check in with how you're feeling now after uh, bringing your attention to your breath. And as you do that, I encourage you to just keep with uh, your own count or your own flow of your breathing, just making sure that the air continues to travel deep into your body and that you're letting the exhale be a little longer than your inhale. Now, as you turn your attention inward, you will probably find that you feel a little bit more relaxed as a direct result of working with your breath. So it's important to know that breathing is a tool that you can use at any time, whether you're riding or uh, preparing to ride, to activate the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the counterpart to the sympathetic nervous system, also known as the fight or flight or our fear response. So it's really useful to know that our nervous system has sort of two branches. And if you imagine a light switch, you can have a light switch either flicked up or flicked down, but it can't be flicked both ways at the same time. And that's kind of how our nervous system works. We can be flicked over into our sympathetic or our fear response and we can also be flicked over into our parasympathetic or our more optimal calm uh, response but we can't be on both sides of the nervous system at the same time so tools that activate the parasympathetic nervous system switch us out of our fight or flight nervous system and that helps us to feel less afraid and more calm and grounded 
So breathing is probably the most uh, effective and practical tool that we can use to do this, to flick ourselves out of our sympathetic nervous system into the parasympathetic or the optimal branch of our nervous system. We can use our breathing to steady ourselves and ground ourselves and feel more balanced with our fear. And we can use it before we ride and we can also use it during or, or throughout our ride. So now I want to ask you, what do you want to accomplish today with your horse? What is the goal you're working towards? What's the big picture goal? How does what you want to work on today connect back to that larger goal? Now I want you to think about whether or not there, you have some fear around what you are working on today or what you want to work on today. And again, I want you to just accept that fear. Instead of fighting against it, maybe take a moment again to just acknowledge to yourself what you are in fact afraid of. Now, let's talk about the difference between fear and worry. So fear is something that we experience in response to a real threat. So the example I always use is that if we were hiking and you came around the corner and there was a bear on the trail, we would get a fear response, which would be a very, uh, very useful response, in fact, to a very real threat. However, we could also be hiking and we could be imagining that there might be a bear around the next corner. And what's really interesting is that even as we imagine this threat, our body will put us into that fight or flight branch of our nervous system in exactly the same way as if we were in fact confronted with a real bear or a real threat. So fear is the response we get in, in reaction to a real tangible threat. Worry is the fear response we get in reaction to an imagined threat. So you'll notice that Actually, when we are experiencing fear related to riding, sometimes it's in response to a real threat. So for example, the horse is actually bucking or bolting or something of a sort of real is actually happening. But a lot of the time, we're actually experiencing fear uh, in relation to an imagined threat. And so we can sort of relabel this experience as worry as a way of differentiating between the two. So Getting in control of our worry or the fear that we experience in response to these types of imagined threats, or in other words, the what-ifs around what could happen when we ride, we need to start to get um, a better control of our thinking. What we focus on is essentially what we're thinking about, and so what we are imagining or focusing on is always interacting with our nervous system. So if we are focusing on or imagining things going wrong, we are essentially triggering our nervous system to put us into that fight or flight response. So what I want to introduce to you here is this idea of directing our focus as a way of managing our thinking. So we can't delete or erase unhelpful thoughts, okay? We can't just say stop thinking about the horse bucking or stop thinking about falling off. It just doesn't work that way. In fact, the more we tell ourselves to not think about something, the more we just put that visual or that image more front and center in our mind. So the only way to not think about one thing is in fact to direct our focus to something else. 
And the more clearly and intentionally we can direct our focus to what we want to be focusing on or visualizing or thinking about, that the more effectively this new thought will replace the, the unhelpful thought. So I want you to come back to your, your goal for today, right? What did you want to accomplish today with your horse? Now, I want you to think about applying high quality thinking or better thinking to this question. So I want you to start out by being truthful with yourself. So be truthful about how you're feeling about this uh, goal that you have for today. So go ahead and tell yourself the truth about how you're feeling. Are you nervous? Are you afraid? Are you excited? You might be a mix of the two. So we want to start out by being really truthful or honest with ourselves about how we're feeling because that helps us to accept the reality of where we're at. And again, it's important to accept the fear instead of fighting against it. So if there are nerves or fear involved in how you're feeling, I want you to remind yourself that that's okay. Your job is just to to keep those nerves or that fear in balance. But remember that a little bit of fear, a little bit of nerves actually helps us to be really dialed in and turned on so that we can um, actually be doing our best job in the saddle. So in order to balance that fear, now I want you to think about what exactly you want to do today. Okay, so you've established your goal, but I want you to break that down into what are the specific things that you're going to be practicing or learning with your horse. And I want you to think about it in terms of what you want to have happen. Okay, so if you're going to work on the leg yield, for example, what do you want that to look like? How do you want to feel as you're riding the leg yield? How do you want your horse to feel? So draw your goal to the front of your mind, whatever it is, whatever you're going to be working on today, and imagine it in terms of what you want it to look and feel like. Notice if your brain starts to create an idea or an image in terms of what you don't want. That happens very commonly because our brain is very used to thinking or visualizing in terms of what we don't want as opposed to what we do want. So if you find yourself doing that, just bring yourself back to this question of, no, what do I want? What do I want this to look like? What do I want this to feel like? And remember to consider yourself alongside your horse. How do you want to feel as you perform the light guild or jump a course? Whatever it is that you're working on. Good. So hopefully you're getting a clear picture of what you want your ride to look like. Now, I want you to think, engage now with some powerful thinking. So this is thinking that reminds you of why you can do this thing, even if it feels challenging. So when we engage in powerful thinking, we acknowledge the challenge of the situation, but we remind ourselves of the skills and tools that we have to meet that challenge. 
it really helps to do this if we have a strong sense of our own skills and the skills involved in doing what we're setting out to do today. And especially if we're feeling really overwhelmed or fearful in the face of what we want to do, it's very useful to break down the what we're doing into really small steps or very specific skills so that we can remind ourselves that we in fact have those skills or at the very least assess whether or not we have the skills we need to to actually complete that challenge or that task well and safely. For example, if we were setting out to jump across rail with a young horse today, we would think, okay, uh, what do I need to be able to do? I need to be able to steer my horse. I need to be able to have really good balance in the rising trot. I need to be able to uh, balance in a two-point position in the trot and maintain that up to the jump. I need to be able to balance over the jump to either grab mane or, or do a good release in the air. I need to be able to stop my horse on the other side. And we might add a few more um, skills to that list. Now, this might seem extremely obvious, <laughs> but the key thing here is to really think clearly about the specific foundational skills that we need in order to do what we're setting out to do so that we can then ask ourselves or think about that list and say, right, okay, do I have those skills? Am I able to perform those skills? And we'll come to one of two conclusions. One will say, okay, yeah, actually I do have those skills, which helps us feel more confident and connected to those skills in and more able to draw on those skills as we go about doing uh, or accomplishing our plan for the day. Or we'll come to the conclusion that actually, I don't know that I am developed enough in one of those key skills. Maybe actually my two point isn't as balanced as I would like it to be. And in that case, then we might need to change plans a little bit and work on enhancing that skill before we move on to the next step, which in this case would be jumping the cross rail. So this is just a very simple example, but hopefully you can uh, see how to apply this to your own situation. Break down what you're doing into the core skills involved and check in with yourself. Check in with your own skills. Do you have the necessary skills and are you confident and comfortable to use them today? So once we've assessed that, we want to engage with even more powerful thinking where we give ourselves positive and helpful and empowering messages such as, I have all the skills I need to accomplish this today. I'm excited to learn. It's okay to make a mistake. Mistakes are how I learn. Mistakes are how my horse learns. I'm okay to be challenged today. I ride because it's challenging. I'm rewarded by the challenge. I know that riding horses brings me a lot of really positive experiences, and so I'm willing to face or manage the challenges that come with that. Those are all examples of powerful thinking that connect us to our skills and remind us of why we can, why we can in fact, do what we're setting out to do today. So what we just practiced was shifting our focus onto higher quality thinking or better thinking. We were truthful with ourselves about how we were feeling. We then constructed a positive image of how we wanted the ride to go, focusing really specifically on what we wanted it to look like and feel like. 
We then connected in with powerful thinking, which helped remind us of the skills that we need, helped us connect in with the skills that we have that we can bring to the table in our ride, and also reminded us of why we choose to ride horses and why we're happy to take on this challenge today, even if it feels um, a little bit scary at times. So as a quick review, we covered two tools today to manage our fear. First and foremost, we discussed how we need to accept fear as a normal part of the process of riding horses. It is not the enemy. Having a little bit of fear on board is a good thing. It helps us uh, stay safe, helps us stay alert, and make good decisions that keep ourselves and our horse safe. The key thing here is to balance the fear. And we do that uh, with a number of skills. And the two we cover today are breathing, which helps us to uh, switch over into our parasympathetic nervous system or optimal branch of our nervous system, managing the fear and keeping it in balance. And then we also explore directing our focus to better thinking, which is truthful, positive, and powerful, which allows us to construct a an image of what we're about to go do where we feel in control where we feel like we have a good plan and we feel very strongly that we have what we need to accomplish that plan uh, well and safely so i imagine that you are very close to being ready to ride so i will leave you here i hope that you enjoyed talking about fear today and i hope that you are find opportunities to try out these tools in your ride i'll see you in the next episode mm-hmm.